The Carmen and Yurko podcast is sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. Check out the ESPN Chicago Games, sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka at ESPNChicagoGames.com. Watch us compete against each other. Share memories and laughs, all for charity. Tito's Handmade Vodka celebrates 25 years. Cheers to you, Chicago. Broadcasting live from State Street and the old National Bank Studio. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. A good karma brand's radio station. Hi, welcome into... Hour number two, it's Carmen and Yurk live in our old National Bank State Street studio. I mean, even uh, those we knew coming in, it was Bulls opening night. I, I didn't think we'd be talking about the subject matter that we've been talking about here on the Bulls for the last hour or so. Um, it's just uh, very surprising to me that we've gotten to opening night and Zach Levine's not playing. And it's somewhat concerning Let's bring in Joe Cowley, who covers this team, and he's a lot closer to the situation than we are, at Jay Cowley Hoops on Twitter. Of course, read his stuff at the Sun-Times. Joe joins Carmen and Yurko now on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. I just never, throughout the course of the preseason, had a sense that this was even possible. Joe, did you? No, I don't I don't even know if some guys on the team did. I mean, this is uh, kind of came from left field, and, um, you know, and there's, some kind of not I don't want to say discrepancies but there's kind of different tales being told I mean you know one of the players I talked to said you know he thought it was kind of common knowledge that everyone heard that Zach came out of that Friday practice which I guess was a you know pretty rough practice and, and um, you know probably the, the last one they had going into this season that was a rough practice um, you know with some soreness in his knee not concerning but with some soreness in his knee and uh, you know, we asked Zach if there was a setback or a flare-up, and he flat out said, I never said there was a flare-up. This is just more managing the knee, and this is the schedule we came up with. And he was very vague in his answers. Uh, you know, I posted a story of kind of what his answers were, and you could kind of read those quotes, and he was just very nonspecific in detailing why we are where we are right now. And, and if this was truly managing the schedule, to me, managing the schedule, if you sat down as a group with the front office and the medical staff, you'd say, all right, we're going to open up in Miami. We'll give you that game. You're then going to have a couple days off. We'll give you Washington off, and then we'll get you ready for the home opener against Cleveland, which is a back-to-back after the Washington game. If you're truly managing the schedule, that's how you manage it. Yeah. You don't manage it by, by sitting out against the Heat and maybe making your debut against Washington, and that that's still up in the air, too. It might not come until Cleveland, the home opener, so... It's, it's strange, but it's it's very Bulls-like. Uh, I, I'm with you 100%, by the way, and I saw you tweet that, that that would seem to make most sense. Or had this even been some sort of a back-to-back situation, which it isn't, you know, do you maybe, then, then maybe you're buying it more. Even then it would be weird because you'd probably say, well, you play opening night and you skip right. uh, you skip tomorrow's game. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he's saying there's no setback, but and I guess you got to take these guys at their word. Sometimes that's hard to do, but it's just... Um, I don't know. This, this, this. I think with everything that's going on with Lonzo, this should probably make Bulls fans a little uneasy to start the year, don't you think? Well, they should have been feeling easy coming into this thing. <laughs> I mean, when you're preaching continuity, and two of the pieces of that continuity had knee issues and were having off-season surgery, if you felt confident about it, then you're just fooling yourself. Then you're just drinking that Kool-Aid that they were offering up. So, I, I don't feel any any 
different way about it. I was always concerned with this plan of, of continuity um, just because this is the history. I mean, when has Lonzo Ball played a, a close to a full season? Uh, when has Zach Levine's knee not been an issue the last three years? So, I mean, you know, the idea that this, this surprised Bulls fans, I, I, you know, I, I, I think they've kind of been putting their heads in the sand if they're surprised. What's best case for Lonzo long-term for this year, you think? Um, I mean, best case is, you know, he in two, two to four weeks when the evaluation comes up, it's a good evaluation and he could start working towards basketball activity and he's back by December. The realistic view, best case in, that, that I think from a realistic standpoint, if we see him before the first of the year, I'll be surprised. Mm. I, I think this is a, um, you know, hopefully we'll be ready to go in January, the wind to be up. Um, he'll have his condition need to be behind him. And if this truly was just a fix of debris that was doing something with the nerve, that debris is taken out. They feel good about that. That should heal the, the, the nerve area that was being um, affected. And, and um, he should be good to go. But, you know, it, it, it's, just a, it's just a tricky situation because of just of how important he is to that starting group and what he does. I mean, the, you know, the bottom line is he's the best two-way player they have. Mm. Can uh, I mean? Can I O like? He's the guy. You, can you, I you're, do asking, it? you're asking a lot of a second year, second round pick, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's things that that he, you there's things that no one can do that Ball does. Right. I mean, that's how important he is. There's just nobody that advances the ball up the court as quickly as the Ball brothers do. Yeah. I mean, that is their strength. That is, and that's what this team was built around. It was built around him. You know, either getting the rebound or getting the the handoff off the rebound and advancing the ball and let those athletes, whether it's DeMar, who to me is still athletic at his age, and obviously a healthy Zach Levine, or if it's Javante or whoever it is, you know, flying up the court and doing what they do, clear a runway and let them take off. And, you know, that's the strength. That's when, when Bulls basketball was at, was at its best last season, that's what it was, turning you over, disrupting your offense, or getting the rebound and ball advancing, the, 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 you know, at things up the court quickly and putting teams on their on their on their heels. I mean, when you when defenses are allowed to set up against this Bulls team, they're pretty predictable. Yeah, I'll tell you what else was uh, a little bit. You know, I, this was more concerning. I think through the preseason because we saw it happening. Uh, the Zach right. stuff has come out of nowhere. But like, is it, it, to me, it's not a good sign that it took until the day before the day of the the, the opener for the Bulls to say, yeah, Patrick Williams is going to be a starter. You know, like that. I don't know. It doesn't sit well, Joe. Like this is this is the no. first, this is the fourth overall pick a couple of years ago. Yeah, and they're and they're kind of forcing that square peg in a round hole right now. If you ask me, I, I think you just look at at the recent history. His thirty five point performance against Minnesota. He everything relied on him scoring that night. You know, none of the starters, none of the regulars played um, in the playoff games. The last couple of playoff games against Milwaukee, guys were out. Key pieces were out. Zach and Alex Bruce were out of the last game. And he put up 20-some points in those games. In the preseason, this last preseason game, guys sat out, he stepped up and scored. So mm. when he knows that he doesn't have these vets around him, he plays a little, uh, a little carefree, and he plays more to what they want. So why not leave him with that second unit where there's Drummond and there's Caruso? Neither of those guys are scorers. Where there's, you know, Kobe might, might be an issue. If he gets hot, he doesn't like sharing the ball. But mm. for the most part, it would allow Patrick to feel like, okay, I don't have to give the ball up to these vets. And that's how he plays. And that's the unnerving thing when you look at other guys from that draft class. 
You look at Maxie yesterday. Maxie yeah. didn't give a damn that yeah. he's sharing the core with Embiid and Harden. He's going to get hit. And Patrick doesn't have that DNA. And that's tough to teach. I mean, it's always tough for a young guy to, to understand when do I shoot, when do I not shoot, especially with, when he's with a veteran team instead of a young team where they're all up and coming at the same time. But that might just be his DNA. And that's the concerning thing to me is that's really hard to teach out of a guy. So why not start him with that second unit and teach him that way and let him build that habit that way that, yeah, you can go and score, and, and you can do it with the starters eventually too. So, you know, I, I, I understand they're trying to showcase their, their number four pick, um, but to me, we've seen enough. Interesting thought on that. Joe Colley for a couple more minutes from the Sun-Times. Bulls open the season without Zach Levine tonight in Miami is about an eight-point underdog. It's Carmen and Yurko on ESPN 1000. Uh, I'll give you another best-case scenario here. I mean, like, best case, is this just a play-in team at best this year? Yeah, I mean, I think if before this knee issue popped up with Zach or whatever he wants to call it, managing schedule, um, I thought they were a play-in team anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, yeah. you just look at the East. Yeah. To me, Cleveland's better. Yep. You know, Atlanta, Atlanta, Toronto, and the Bulls, to me, and, and possibly the Knicks, because they do play hard every night because of Tibbs. That doesn't mean they're... They have the skill set of those other three teams I just mentioned, but they do play hard throughout the regular season. So you're talking about four teams in that same area code, and you just do the math. I mean, you got Philly, you got Milwaukee, you got Miami, you got Brooklyn now with with hopefully the head cases all fixed. Boston's um, up there. I mean, yeah, yeah, Boston. I mean, you go right down the line, and then and, I mean, you, and, you literally get to the New York Knicks at nine. And then who's the 10th team? Right. Is it Orlando? Is it the Wizards? Is it the Bulls? Detroit. Detroit, yeah. I mean, Detroit's yeah, on the, the, the come up. They're on the come up, but they're probably a year or two away. But, yeah, I mean, the Bulls are in kind of that tricky 10-9-8-7 area. Um, and if you're not healthy again, what, what does that leave you? And then they also have to think, if this isn't going well by the trade deadline, do they pull the plug all together and trade a boot or, 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 or move a guy like Kobe or, or – or come up with something else. So, um, and unfortunately, they're not going to be bad enough to tank right. and get out of that protected pick that they traded. Right. So they're in mediocrity hell right now. I mean, and, and that was always my fear with this plan of continuity. That pick, uh, I was mentioning this like 20 minutes ago, Joe, that pick that they still owe Orlando, that's a top th- yeah. three. It's only top three protected. Is that right? Top, I think it's top four. Top four protected. Okay, so you're right. Like, they're probably not, under any circumstance, going to be good enough. That pick goes, and then the pick they're owed from Portland is a lottery-protected pick, right? So they might not have a first-round right. pick next spring or next summer. They might not have a first-round pick. And, and, and the problem, you could say, okay, well, if things go really bad, maybe they could tank. Well, get in line because there's about six or seven teams that will legit be tanking starting tonight to get that French kid. I mean, that's the line. Yeah, Yeah. that's the line. So you got to get in line behind six or seven teams that are hell-bent on tanking from day one. Mm. And you're going to jump in on that midway through the season when you see things aren't going well? I mean, that's a tough tough ask. Good luck to you. uh, Best guess, you think think Zach plays in D.C., or do you think maybe it is going to be the home opener against the Cavs on Saturday night? Um, you know, I could, I could see either way. I mean, I, I definitely think he wants to get out there. Um, he's not going to probably play back to back under this scenario. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see him just saying, let's just bag this road trip and, and, and mm-hmm. I'll make my debut in front of the home crowd. Um, so, yeah. you know, just schedule wise, I could see that probably being the best way to handle it. Cause if he plays in Washington, not the chance the of coming night. back and playing in Cleveland is, is, is small. If this is actually a schedule yeah. oh, over under 40 wins for the bulls. 
Um, I'd say at oof. tough number. I'd say, I that was... 40, I, I'd say that forty is probably a, a pretty damn good number. 40, yeah. 40, 41, I'd say is pretty pretty. I'd feel pretty good about that. Probably, Joe. Thanks, man. We appreciate the time. All right, you guys take care. See you, buddy. There's Joe Colley from the Sun Times. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, yeah, there you go. It's like wow. <laughs> so I and I think it may. Yeah, I think he lays out a pretty good path here. You probably just bagged this quick two game trip to open the year. You start the season at home because Zach might not play the second back to backs at all this year. Certainly not going to be many of them. And at least you'd see him out there in front of the home fans on Saturday night against a good Cavs team. You know that uh, you're going to be competing with maybe for like if if you th- if all goes right and you think. You can be a six seed again, which I'm not sure they can be. Uh, but just in terms of six or you know seventh or ten, you're probably going to be competing with that Cavs team this year. We'll go over some of our NBA picks, some of our uh, our predictions coming up. We'll get Black and Abdallah's thoughts too. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. This is Carmen and Yurko on ESPN One Thousand. See what we're up to. See them on Twitch. At ESPN 1000 Chicago. Celtics and Warriors take care of business last night. Uh, It was Tatum and Brown that both went for 35, I think, last night. Yeah, Harden had a good game, and he looks a little slimmer, but... Boston's going to be good even without the coach, probably. I think there's enough talent there. If they stay healthy, I'm a little concerned about them missing Robert Williams for as long as they're going to miss him. Like, can they be the one seed in a pretty good East without Robert Williams? He's going to be out for a considerable amount of time. So that uh, I worry about a little, but let's talk about some of our predictions, Yurk. It's uh, NBA opening week. Last night, two games. The rest of the league gets going tonight, including the Bulls, who are going to be playing without Zach Levine is... We have documented uh, in great detail. At this and point. everybody, I believe all the listeners know my passion and my love for the NBA. Absolutely. It and runs I, deep. I have taken hours upon hours upon hours really to come down with this list. Did you do a lot of number crunching? No, a lot of crunching. Before we get into this, let's lay out the stakes. Okay. Lay out the stakes. Carmen has to hit 80% of these or else he will be dining with us at Olive Garden. At Olive Garden. Now we'll take obviously we'll take care of the bill and everything like that. Well, we'll yes, it, you I mean, will. We'll, we'll get Danny's credit card and everything. Uh, it is a show bit, so the show should pay for it. Uh, and just so you know, no pressure. Eighty percent. Now, if you want to, I can pull up an Olive Garden. So I need to hit sixteen of the twenty. What eighty percent? Like of the twenty yeah. playoff teams? Yes. Twenty playoff plans. Or this is like the all the ten playoff spots. Yes. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yes. yes, I have to hit sixteen out of sixteen 20. out of twenty. That's easy. And re- realistically, I think. 14 of them are layups. Yeah. yeah. I'm not being judged on like conference winner and MVP and all no, that. No, 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 no. Well, no, we'll judge so. you based on your, well, your right. opinions and your sports takes. Yeah. But yes, right. as far as breadsticks being thrown at you, okay. yes. I, I really think will. 16 out of 20. I think the important one is the 17th one. Is now, I've got I, I here, I mean, listen, you can go with a chicken and shrimp carbonara. You can oh. get a chicken parm. You could, you know what, Carm? I think this is what we'll go with. For twenty dollars and ninety nine cents, fifteen hundred and fifty calories, uh, a tour of Italy. Oh, the tour! The yes, tour of Italy. Right. It comes with fettuccine alfredo. That it comes with yum. chicken parm, and it comes with lasagna. And of yeah. course, of course, endless salad and breadsticks. Do they Love really it. call it the tour? Yes, yeah, the tour. Yeah. Right at it. Yeah. It's yep. called. You can get ravioli carbonara. They got all the carbonaras you want. They got chicken marsala. 
You think they're making That's fresh delicious. carbonara in the back? Oh, yeah, think? why not? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're pounding the meat back there, Carm. Carbonara is a sauce. Well, Giant I don't know. cheese stuffed <laughs> shells. They've got a, uh, you could go with the salmon if you want to. Pounding the meat, and they also have sauce in a bag. Oh, yes. my God. That's right. Sauce awful. comes right out of a bag. It's disgusting. Oh, my God. This is great. God, For help me. Let me hit 16, please. For desserts, we could go with, I mean, we're, we're going to get the tiramisu, of course. Oh, God. Of course. Oh, it's I mean, delicious it looks delicious. It's like cardboard. It looks delicious. Yeah, I bet it Only does. Only 470 calories. Oh. Not enough, I say. All right. Let's hope I get 16 out of 20. Uh, in the NBA, it shouldn't be that difficult. And but warm let's see. Italian donuts. Warm Italian donuts? Warm Italian donuts. Oh, them are delicious. They look like you could rest your head on them. They're Might so light. Might be the best thing we eat there. Pillowy, actually. pillowy, yeah. pillowy. Mm-hmm. All right, in the East. Now, uh, we're not necessarily doing this in, in order, but I, yeah, I'll give you my top I got six. One through ten. In I some have. order, and then yeah. I'll give you my four playoffs. I've got teams. one through six, too, Carl. All right, so in the East, I'm going, my teams that I think will be locked into the playoffs in the East are as follows. But keep track. Here we go. Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Nets, and Heat. Those are the six that I'm locking in one through six. They're identical to my six, I believe. Okay. But in different order. And that's fine. It's not necessarily in order. And then my playing teams in the East, I'm going to go with Cavs. Even with all that's happening here right now to start the year, I'm going to still go Bulls. I'm going to go Hawks. And then... New York Knicks? I'm going to go with the Knicks. So I have the Hornets, the Magic, the Pacers, the Wizards, and the Pistons missing. Although I think the Pistons are going to be surprisingly feisty and decent, but they're probably still a year away. So I'll go Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Raptors, Nets, Heat, Cavs, Bulls, Hawks, and Knicks in the East. What about you, Yerk? I, 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 it's pretty much the same thing. I got Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Philly, Brooklyn, Toronto. Those are the six that are locked in. Okay, same ones. Yep. I got Cleveland seven, Atlanta eight, Knicks, and then uh, throwing bulls in or no? I, not 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 at forty wins. I don't know if that gets it. I'll, I'll throw the bulls in as ten. All right, but we don't feel great I'm about not it. Confident uh, Orlando or the so Wizards? You guys have the exact same picks. We do. Okay. What do you yeah. guys think? Orlando or the Wizards? Am I yeah. off to a good start with those ten in the East? We feel good about the, them. I don't think the bulls are making. You it. think the bulls I, are I, out? I, okay. I don't think so either. Really? Boy, I hope. Yeah, okay. The Bulls, so, so. the Bulls and Knicks put you in jeopardy of missing two there. Yeah, I know. But you're still okay. I know. Because you could miss two there. All right. All right, give me for the East. I'll take Milwaukee 1, Boston 2, Brooklyn 3, Philly 4, Miami 5, Cleveland 6, Ooh. the play-ins, Toronto 7, Chicago 8, okay. Atlanta 9, New York 10. So we have the same teams. Yeah, right? yeah, we all do, right? We all have the same teams, just slightly maybe different order. Abdallah has Chicago out. That's amazing. Except Abdallah. Yeah, you're, you're taking them out, huh? I'm taking them out. So that's the only change? Who are you putting in then? I will put in... The Wizards? Oh, no. God, there's so much the magic? crap. Wait, hold on. You you said you took them out without even having Yeah, I'll put, the, I'm putting the, the magic in there. Put the magic in? Yeah, the magic in there. You, you better hope Paolo's oh. phenomenal. Although Rookie I do like the their year. team. Paolo Rookie of the year. And I do like I do like their team. Rookie of the year. Franz, man. Franz can play, dude. All right, in the West, I have my six that I think are going to be locked in are Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers, Mavericks, Grizzlies, and Suns, and then I'm going to say T-Wolves, Pels, Lakers, and I'll say that the Kings finally snap the drought and the Kings get in the playing game. So those are my 10 in the West. Nuggets, Warriors, Clippers, Mavs, Grizz, Suns, T-Wolves, Pelicans, Lakers, and Kings. What do you think, Yerk? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think it's fine. I, I basically, I've got the same 10 teams, okay. except I got Portland in as 10. I got Sacktown as All right, 12. so you're flipping. I hope I, that yeah. doesn't come back to haunt me. Yeah. I'm going with the Kings over Portland. You've got yeah. Portland in. Okay. I got Portland in. You got Sacktown in. Chris? Okay. 
All right, so I've got Golden State 1, Clippers 2, Memphis 3, Phoenix 4, Denver 5, Dallas 6, Plains, uh, New Orleans 7, Minnesota 8, uh, then give me San Antonio 9, and the Lakers at 10. Okay, so we have a few different ones there. Chris has San Antonio. I have Sacramento. Yurko's got Portland. Other than that, we're all the same. Abdallah, yeah. you agree? I have the same teams as you. Your, same uh, yeah, same as me? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you got the Kings in there with me. My only, you know, what could come back to haunt me would be like the Bulls, the King. But even then, I'm allowed a couple of misses. So we'll see. I wanted desperately to put the Pels or the T-Wolves higher, but the Western Conference is so stacked I that know. with Murray back with the Nuggets, you can't really see them falling back. I mean, no. you, you'd maybe say Dallas, but Luka finds a way. That team's always pretty good. Um, is Jalen Brunson not being there going to yeah. really affect the way that they play? Uh, and then Memphis, the Clippers, and I think Gold State are going to be like the three best teams in, in the West. I think you're probably right about that. If the Clippers stay healthy, I think they're going to be really good. All right, Eastern Conference winner. Who is it, guys? I'm going to go with the Bucks. I got the Bucks on top of my list here. I've got Bucks. Abdallah? Bucks. We all like the Bucks. We just uh, jinxed I mean, the Bucks. I mean, listen, it was 53. How many games did Miami win last year? 53? 53. Yeah, 53. Sounds about and right. the next two teams were 51s. Sounds about so right. So they didn't, they didn't win it by a ton last year. I think anyway. if Middleton doesn't get hurt last year, they win. There you go. So let's hope they stay healthy. I'm going to go Bucks. Western, Western Conference, Conference. I'm going to go Warriors. I got Golden State up on top. Golden State? Nuggets. Nuggets. I like it. Going ballsy. And Phoenix, we, everybody's got Phoenix dropping back then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got mm-hmm. Phoenix strapping back. Uh, I think they won by eight games last year, guys. Yes, but then they got yeah. humiliated in game seven. They at did home. get humiliated. Uh, game, uh, NBA title, I'm going to say Milwaukee bounces back and wins. Stay healthy, I think Milwaukee wins. I still think they have the best player. So I'm going to say Milwaukee wins. What do you think? I've got Golden State again. Golden State, Chris? I've got Golden State, and Stephen Curry moves into the conversation of the top two greatest point guards to ever live with Magic Johnson. Wow. 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 He's good. He's I mean, think about it. If he adds five more years of great play like he is right now, he's going to pass Isaiah. What? And that would be a fifth ring, right? He's got four. Yeah, he's got right? four. He's got four rings. Mm-hmm. Wow. Abdallah? Bucks. Bucks. So we both like the Bucks. You guys both like Golden State. MVP. Don't you? I also, I had a hard time with this, man. I was like, Tatum, you know, is it, uh, does Giannis win it again? Nobody wins three in a row, so I'm not going with Joker. This is year five for Luca. He's like starting He's the 23. season in the best physical yeah. condition it seems uh, of his professional life. Like I'm going to go Luca. This is it. It's Luca time. Luca. A- Adam Abdallah. Did he put down yep. the uh, hookah? Do we know? He's in better shape, and until that's I what see, I think is important. Until I see the hookah has been retired, yeah, he until he closes not. the case, he might never on the hookah. the hookah. Steph Curry. Wow, Luka. Steph. All right. I like so it. Going off the board a little bit. Me and Black and Yurko like Luca to be the MVP. Coach of the year, I'm going to go. Eric this is probably Spolstra. pretty chalky. I'm going Ty Lue. You're going Alex, Eric Spolstra? Eric Spolstra. Right. Ty Lue. Ty Lue. I like him, I like Chris. Ty Lue. Ty Lue. We got three mm-hmm. Ty Lues. Sixth man of the year, I was between two guys. I was between Malcolm Brogdon and the guy I ultimately chose because I think it's just going to be too easy for him. Uh, Jordan Poole. I got Jordan Poole. Man. Yeah. Chris? Oof. Give me uh yeah, I'm going to go Jordan Poole yeah, as well. That's a, right? that's a sweep. Yeah, as long sweep as he doesn't Jordan get Poole. punched out every day. I think this is a good one. Defensive player of the year. Do you go back to Rudy Gobert? I'm going to go Bam out of bio. I'm going to go with a motivated Anthony Davis. Wow. 
Can he play enough? He's not going to play enough. I don't yeah. think he can play enough. He yes. forgot the defense. I mean, what, he had three possessions last night and people were raving and then not. Next thing you know, motivated. the Lakers are down 20. Anthony Davis is what I'm Good luck with that. That'll Anthony be over Davis. in October. Yeah, that so might you be. got about a week and a half uh, before street clothes takes takes care of business maybe there. That shouldn't be a rough maybe, one. Maybe you haven't noticed we've been alike all the whole time. I'm trying no, to change yeah. things up a little. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to uh, Rudy Gobert. Rudy. I think last year getting... Uh, Giving it to a wing guard who, yeah. who was not the best defensive player was not the best idea, but Rudy Gobert is the best these, defensive player yeah. in the league. These yeah. guys get fatigue all the time, and so I think that was the case last They're year. They're tired. And, they need naps. They, they get, well, no, I'm talking about like the media gets fatigued. They also Bo- need naps. Voter fatigue is what I meant, Adam. Like, ah, we can't just keep giving it to Rudy. We can't yeah. give it a third straight year to Michael. We Carmen's can't give right. it a th- They just get fatigued. That, that's and how so, the league works. And so maybe Rudy does win. Maybe they go with some younger, fresh blood. That's why I went bam. But I, I could easily see Rudy Gobert claiming his rightful prize again as the best defensive player in the league. Adam, who are you going with for that one? Patrick Williams. No, Rudy Gobert. God, God, Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Smart guy. And then, uh, and then rookie of the year. I'm going to go Paolo. Probably pretty chalky there, but I'll go Paolo. I like Paolo. I think he can play. Ben Cherrill. Paolo. Yeah. Yeah, let's sweep, sweep that. We sweep yeah. that. We yeah. sweep, sweep Paolo. It. How about Cross Bulls record? Oh. I'll say I'll say 42, 42 wins. 42 well, and 40 for me. I've got 39 and 43. <laughs> but you did. You put them in the playoffs. I snuck them in. I snuck them in at 39 All and right, 43. I'm going to go 42 and 40. Give me uh, 43 and 39. Okay. 43. Well, they're going to start 0 and 3. So. Do you remember the West oh, had a 34 win team yeah. in there yeah. last year? That's right. So there's a little bit of shuffling. Uh, in the East, it was 43, I think, was the least. So I don't let know. Get, let we'll me see. ask you guys this The Bulls, do they get one and a half All Stars? Oh, that's if the good bet question. was one and a half. Do they, do they hit that? No. Um, I'm going to say no. Because I don't think DeMar can... Re- can re- oh, wow. Just, so you, you think Zach's think getting Zach, in automatically? I don't think, wow. I don't think, they, I don't think they have an all Because I was going to say, I think DeMar, DeMar. based right, on I, his season last year, he'll just be like an all-star. again? Solidified, yeah. All right, I'll say it's one of those two, but I'm saying it's only one. It's only, only one. one. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go under. If it's one and a half, I'm going under. I went under the Bulls' win total, so I'm under 41. So I'm going to so go... 40? I'm going to say like 39. I've 39. got to say, yeah, like, like Yurko said, 39, but I don't have them making the playoffs. All right, there you go. Season predictions. We'll, uh, we're going to hold ourselves accountable, and I better hit 16 out of 20 or else I'm yeah, there's no pressure going on, on the tour of Italy. The only pressure is on you. Sweet Jesus. 312-332-3776. Bulls thoughts, concerned about Zach not playing already on opening night. Wow. And uh, we played like four minutes of Belichick's effusive praise for the Bears. Um, that's only about half of it, folks. Maybe we'll play the other half. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Going down to yellow and brown. 
that's what's in. Padres on the loose. Let's go, Goose. That's what's in. Bryce gonna lose, and Manny's gonna cruise. That's what's in. Give Philly no slack and send them back. That's what's in. Not last night, boys. Much to our delight. Much to our delight. The Phillies take a one nothing lead. Zach Wheeler was great. Couple of solo bombs. I mean, you was pretty good. He made two mistakes. Solo bombs from Schwarber and Harper. And the Phillies take a one nothing lead. Afternoon game coming up. Be in front of your TV. Oh, I'm very excited about o'clock. that. Chelsea plays this afternoon, too. Oh, uh, but we've got a rooting interest now in the Phillies. Yeah, I understand. I just need to see the score. Okay. It's not emotional right. for me. All right, all right. It's just a quick financial play. I don't well, need to made, live and die with they it. They made an error in the ninth last night. The Phils did. And yeah. I was like, oh, please, no, 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 no. Carm, no, I'm no. one of these guys that uh, I'm starting to get to the point now. If they win again, is this a seven-game series? It is. This is seven games. If they win again, that number's going to get better for the for us. Yurko crunched the numbers, yeah. and he thinks... After our conversation with Luke Pergani from PropSwap yesterday, if they could steal another in San Diego, I, their odds will probably I, drop down to like 2-1 to one for the World Series, and I, then we could maybe sell our ticket. 1800 I think we'd be able to sell our ticket for. Yeah, for about 1800 Under two grand, because I think they'd come down to plus 200 right. to win the World Series since they'd be the favorite. Yeah. If you wait a little bit longer, now they go up 3 nothing. Well, Carm, that's, that's when our no, but that's when our opportunity is coming. I agree. Our opportunity to move that ticket will be then before they even solidify the NLCS. Right now, we could probably sell it for around a thousand, maybe a little more on prop swap. We're yeah. being an, we're being offered by points bet a buyout of nine sixty. I think. Yeah. But uh, we're going to still wait and see. I hope we're not playing this the wrong way. I don't think we are. Carl. But all right. If they win again today, we're going to feel great. So Oh, I'll be doing a backhand Let's spring. go Phillies. Uh, Kyle Schwarber now in 42 career postseason games, guys. Ten home runs. He has a home run in the postseason his career. Once every 13.3 at-bats. It's pretty good. Pretty similar to his regular season number of 14 at-bats per home run. That is pretty incredible. That's Just pretty, 14. That's pretty damn good. That's third best among active players. You know who one and two are? Uh, one and two, Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is one. Giancarlo Stanton. Yurko knows his baseball, folks. Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton are number one and two with the fewest amount of at-bats per home run. Kyle Schwarber is third yep. among active players. 14 at-bats for every home run. How about that? And it's pretty good. And in his postseason career... It is a ridiculously low 13.3. He's got a career OPS in the postseason now of 820. Schwarber, man, like he's made for these moments, you know? God love him. He thrives. And I know he got off to a tough start in the division series, but just a, he's a gamer. He's a winner, you know? I mean, 42 playoff games already. So what he does is win. I'll be looking at the score to make sure Philly is up. All right. Let's That's hope. what I'll be looking for. What, what's baseball doing here? Why? Why do you ask? Wait, I wait, did I hear you correctly? A league championship oh, game. Day? What time is the game? It's at three o'clock our time. I think they're, they're, it's well, obviously playing on the East one, Coast. One o'clock, right? one o'clock in San Diego. What the? F- they're, they're playing what? on the East Coast today, right? They're, so they had to play a day game to get the kids home from school. So well, they guys, can get they to want sleep the early. Yankees in prime time. No, ser- but no, seriously, late. like, what is baseball doing? Their championship series. 
They're having a game on the West Coast start at what? One? One thirty. One thirty? Do they not have lights in San Diego? Didn't, we, didn't they used to alternate ALCS, NLCS, ALCS, well, I think this NLCS? Is the well, they rain ran out. into a problem this because of the, Monday. The rain out. Exactly. No, no, no. This was scheduled. Oh, what? This was the not because of the rain up. This was, this was scheduled. This was scheduled already. This was a scheduled day of baseball. Man. Baseball oh, yeah, just doesn't right, know how to game, get out of their own way, This do should they? have been game two. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I, this is a scheduled day of baseball. Yeah, but you know what might have happened? It might have been game two, and the Yankee game on the East Coast would have been played first. You know, that could have happened. But don't they, I, don't they lay out the championship schedule and the, the World Series schedule, like, at the start of the season? Yeah. So they plan to put yeah, the days. NLCS game in the day? Because yeah. they're worried about kids not seeing baseball at the end of the night, so they'd rather play the game when no one can watch in the middle of the day. Yeah, kids will be in school. That, that does seem to be ridiculous. <laughs> the kids are going to be in school, and people are going to be at work. What is, is baseball in doing? San Diego really work? Well, Thursday and Friday, you've got individual games on each day. I don't know if I can explain it. I, I mean, but I'm I, not crazy, right? They're used unless it's a weekend. There used to be yeah. just one game. Yeah, a no, night. It, no, it used to go. It times. used to go. There have been times where they've had to have, I think it sometimes has to do with the, I don't know, maybe this time it doesn't, but there have been instances where each game has been played in oh, each guys, championship series. If they need them on Monday, and I, I, I assume that's like game five or six on Monday, they've got them both scheduled. We've got another <laughs> afternoon <laughs> tilt. There's another afternoon well, tilt at 3.07. Uh, well, at least so that's East Coast. At, at least that's 4 yeah. o'clock oh, on the East Coast. Are they, are they trying to rush to get two in today because they're worried that football is starting back up tomorrow? That could be. Is that I, why? I, to I get out of the I, way for I, football? I, I don't There's know. Only one game tomorrow. Yeah, guys, I don't know because Saturday you've got two games going up against college football, and Sunday <laughs> you've got two going up against college football. You've got to play your games at some point. These leagues <laughs> right. can't get out. I mean, you can't totally. This is why my plan for baseball is best. End your season on Labor Day, start your playoffs in September, and cut like 60 and, games. It, well, you'd have to. Or, yes. You know, and Great stop plan. competing against the NFL Great in October. Plan. Great plan. Stop it. Playoffs should be in September. The Twitchers want us to point out that this isn't new, putting two games no, on the not. same day. I, I don't think it is. The point is, a game on the West Coast being played at 130, 1.30 yeah. is crazy for your championship series. Because That's crazy. People are at work and kids are in school. It's, it's not like you're playing at 3 o'clock on the West Coast. I mean, we're going to still be at work. It's not like yeah. you've got four games <laughs> that are being played on a day right. where you've got to do something you're, crazy. You're telling me you can't do... East Coast Yankees at 6.30 and then the night game in San Diego at 8.30, 9.30. That's how I watch baseball all summer is long any, is the late game on the West Coast. How you many can't people, have that. Though, how many people then in the – for Philly, for the Philly market, what does that do? Then you're starting to You stay to up. It. You enjoy the night. We've done it as sports fans. We've watched the Cubs play on the, the West Coast against the Giants in a, a playoff sure series, against have. the Dodgers in the a Dodgers. playoff series. My guess is they're worried about the Philly market having to start a game at 9.30 at night. I mean, that, that'd be my guess as to why it's structured Philly. this way. But don't the numbers show that even though the game's late, the markets on the East Coast still stay up and watch the games? Do they? They may complain the next know. day that they're sleepy on their commute to work. Do you think Philly like, fans give a crap if they're yeah, sleepy for work? Yeah, they'll still be up. These, the, these yeah, those, cra- those animals? Come on. 
Oh, the point. poor kids. If, they can't stay up because they have to go to school. Plus, both, it's so much cooler to stay up for a game than it is it, to, like, miss a week for school. It is. That's true. If both series go seven games, yes. your World Series won't start <laughs> until Friday. Yes, I think it plans to start Friday anyway. 28th. Isn't that when it's scheduled to I think, start? Yeah, anyway? I think that is I a mean, scheduled well, date regardless. Well, what happens if each team goes four? They, you, wet, they rest. You're gonna I don't rest? think they start it until... Oh. I think that date is locked in stone. That's ridiculous. If baseball were smart, it would listen to Uncle Carmen. You start your season on Jackie Robinson Day, which eliminates... You know, look, the weather's still going to be bad. I get it in the northern. We have bad weather in May. I understand it. You really can't totally avoid that. But you you lop off you know uh, uh, sometimes a handful of days in March and the first couple of weeks in April. We're in the northern cities; the weather still sucks. You start your season on Jackie Robinson Day. That should really be the start of the baseball season. It's the perfect way to celebrate Jackie. You end your season Labor Day weekend. Your playoffs go September into maybe the first week of October, and you are done trying to compete with the NFL once it really gets going midseason, like it is right now. That's the plan, folks. You won't find a better one. You won't. But baseball, they don't listen. They just think we can't lop off games. Too much money to be made. Too much advertising to sell, tickets, beers, and all that other stuff. But for the benefit of their product and keeping younger people interested or at least getting them interested, you lop off 45 games, let's say. You shorten your season and you stop competing with the NFL. Nothing can compete with the NFL right now. And I don't see that changing in the first season. It's a monster. Speaking of the NFL, a little bit more on Bears and Patriots. Bears are off today. They'll get back at it tomorrow because of the Monday night game. We'll talk to Courtney Cronin tomorrow. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. It's Carmen and Yurko. Sports talk while you're on the clock. Do I exaggerate? This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Bears back out to an eight-point underdog for the Week 7 Monday Nighter in New England. Uh, you can read the full transcript. Bill Belichick's 1,000 words. You just go on Twitter like Mike Reese and some of the other New England reporters were tweeting about it today. 1,000 words, 7 minutes and 20 seconds where Belichick went on and on about the Bears. He said that Bayless Jones has been great for them. We think maybe he's looking at the wrong tape. But Chris brought up an interesting point. He doesn't want to have to answer questions about Mac versus Bailey. And so he just tried to, he was filibustering, right? That's what he was doing, York. He was filibustering. Because well, you know he doesn't want to talk about Mac and, and Bailey's ass. They, they, the, uh, they play the New York Jets next. You could just put their team guys in there for yeah. everything that was said. Yeah. And he'll be saying the same, same seven thing. minutes about the Jets next week. Hilarious. It's like Mad Libs. All right, since, He's got it all played out. You just change the nouns. That's all he's looking that's to do. That's pretty good. Yeah. Since Super Bowl 20, Yurko, the Bears' record against the Patriots is? I'll, I'll tell you how many games. They've played nine games. they played nine games. The Bears' record against the Patriots. Nine games? Nine games. Two and seven. One and eight. Bears are 1-8 and eight against the Patriots. Bears are 0-4 all-time in New England. And as head coach of the Pats, Belichick, since 2000, is 32-14 and 14 straight up at home against the NFC. So numbers that don't necessarily bode yeah. well. The Patriots went on the road last week. They racked up almost 400 yards of offense. Bailey Zappi threw for over 300 yards. And I think for the first time, they kind of let Bailey throw it around a little. So his, um, his attempts have gone like this in the time he's had to come in for uh, Mac Jones, Yurko. 11 attempts, 21 attempts, 34. 
And they finally let them throw the ball down the field a lot. A couple things they're doing. They play a lot of heavy personnel. They run the ball a lot. We know that. They do a lot of play action. That was evident. I went back and watched the tape of their game against Cleveland. And I mean a lot of play action, York, which is good. You should, do, you should use play sure. action. But they let Bailey Zappi throw it down the field a little bit. They really did. He had a beautiful back shoulder throw to Devontae Parker on a third and nine, I think it was, on their first drive, which they got points out of. Uh, to convert and move the ball into Cleveland territory. Right. So they let him throw it down the field more. They might be gaining a little bit more trust in him. They might be seeing him in practice and seeing him in the games. And he, he actually looks like, I mean, who knows? This could change on a dime because he's played three games. But he looked relatively competent. I mean, he really did. If you go back and watch the film of Sunday, he looked pretty competent in Cleveland. Five receivers, by the way, Carm. Five receivers had four catches. So Devontae, Hunter... Um, let me think of who else. I just watched it. Hunter Henry. Uh, Hunter Henry. Uh, Johnu Smith. I know he had a big one. He had a big catch early in the second half. Jacoby Myers. Uh, Jacoby Myers. It wasn't Smith. Only had two receptions. He had a 53-yarder. It was long. I thought you said five. I thought you meant the five guys at that had a catch. At least four. The five guys that, no, that had at least four catches. Oh, got you. Got they you. All had so, four, five sorry. guys had four catches. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, so, Jacoby, Devontae Parker. You um, had him. Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Henry. All, Jacoby Myers. Yeah. And then uh, Nelson Aguilar still is out. Uh, Thornton. Thornton. Oh, the, the, the rookie. And uh, Ramondre Stevenson. And Ramondre, Ramondre yeah. Stevenson's good. Had four receptions. Yeah. There you go. Not for a ton of yards, but just had four receptions. So, that's his go-to. Guys. I did feel like they let him throw it down the field a little bit more than they have. Again, like He the, also had a reception himself. He did. It got batted yeah. up in the air. And, and it, it fell caught it chance. instead of just knocking it down. For caught, negative for six ne- yards. Well, that, yeah. Knock Smart play would have been knock, knock it down. Knock it down. Because then it's... So is that in like in the moment, though? It's kind of like, oh, I see the ball. I better grab it. But I, the smart thing to do is... Well, if right, you grab it, it and, you know, like you're in a crowd, and you grab it, you, you just want to make sure nobody else gets it. Right. But if you can bat it to the ground, you got no negative yardage. It was more one of those where I think he realized, I better secure the ball so that someone from Cleveland doesn't. No, I get you, yeah. Because it, it was in a bunch. It was in a scrum? Yeah. So he's got four touchdowns this year, Yurko, one interception. He's not turning the ball over, which Belichick's got to love. His quarterback rating and a very limited sample is 111, and he's completing 73% of his passes. Again, in the first couple of games, a lot of that was sort of short. I mean, barely even intermediate. It was kind of dink and dunk a little bit. It was ball control. I felt like they put a little bit more on his plate last week, and he responded reasonably well. New England also did an outstanding job of stopping Nick Chubb and the Browns' rushing attack, which is maybe the best in football. The Browns went into last week's game, Yurko, averaging. Are you ready for this? Yep. 192.4 rushing yards per game. They were also number, I think it was five in success rate. Let me look. Yeah, they had the fifth best rushing success rate in the NFL. 47.1% of their runs graded out successful. Last week, those numbers, 70 rushing yards. And New England held them to 33.3% success rate. So... They didn't get to run the ball probably as much as they wanted. They right. were playing behind a lot. They kept turning it over. Probably had to have uh, Jacoby Brissett throw it a little bit more. They didn't rush it a ton. I think they only had about 22 runs in that game, but not what you expect from the Cleveland offense. Yeah, Brissett had one rush. Uh, you remember Trubisky when he played New England at home. It was a home game. He had that big touchdown run where he traversed the field. I do. was on the right side. He scrambled, came all the way back to the left, and ended up scoring the touchdown in the left, uh, uh, the, the goal line down there. So when the Bears have played him, they've hit, the quarterback has found a way to have a little bit of success via the run. You know they're going to shadow him. You, Justin. You, you know, yeah, you know they're going to have somebody there as a spy. Like an all-time spy? You're going to have an all-time spy on him to make sure 
that he's just standing there at the line of scrimmage. Wait, 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 wait. When he goes, chase him down, make things happen. Belichick's really good at this, right, Eric? Like finding the he, things you do best. He makes you beat him left-handed. Yeah. That's what his whole goal is. Yeah. This is the way you're going to have to beat me. And, it's, it's, and you're not good at it. You're not good at what you do, but I'm going to make you beat me that way. I'm not going to let you run the ball. He will not let them dominate the clock and run the ball. He will not. And they didn't let Cleveland do that. Right. I mean, some of that was on the Browns. Again, they turned it over four times. Right. Like, so, so I, but, I mean, it just, I think, yeah, goes right. It's, he knows probably better than any coach to be able to say, you might beat us, but I promise you it's going to be in a way you didn't think. And, and, and you know, and if you listen to his little uh, soliloquy that he gave you, the seven minutes, he, yeah. he has identified who the player is that's important on special teams. And uh, trust me, there's going to be special attention paid to him, the hyphenated kid. DeAndre Houston Carson. Yeah. He knows he can play on special teams. Yeah. He knows he's the guy that's usually making something happen there. He will find a way to nullify him. He dots the I's and crosses yeah. the T's, right? I mean, that's just like, that's well, what he, he does. He just does it. Like, you know, if, if I'm playing basketball against Chris Black, and Chris Black is, uh, you know, real good, and he's going to burn me to the right, then i got to isolate and make him go to the left. Start taking away his gotta right take hand. take it away. Got to take it away until he proves to me he can go with the left hand right. and make left-handed laps while being fouled hard every single time. Right. I'm left-handed. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Chris is left-handed. Well, there so, you go. So to, be, to be it. fair, though, yeah. uh, I I actually was strong, more dominant on my right hand because I worked on it. Really? Yeah. Growing up more than my left because it was assumed I was good. Was so I always team. practiced with my right. So I was actually a left-handed player who was better going to my right wow. than to my left. There you so go. you'd still take away his right. So boom, force him left. Without never seeing him play, I already identified I'm him. I'm going to force Chris left. So you know why? That. That's a pro athlete yeah, right there. Pro athlete. And the whole time you're going to be doing it while I'm hammering you with my six I got to give. With my six, the six fouls I got to give. Good luck catching me. You are going to. Well, yeah, I'm going to say, I don't know. Eventually, you got to land. I don't know. <laughs> Eventually, you got to land after you make your layup. You got to land. Coming up, uh, we are going to cross talk with Waddle and Sylvie. Who's got the final word today, guys? What do we have? Bill Belichick. Oh, well, no, that makes sense. Uh, no. It's Yurko has Yurko. the final word. Okay. Well, they're about the same. Two football geniuses, Belichick, Two Yurko. Two Croatians. Two Croatians. What's the difference at the end of the day? Uh, Yurko has the final word brought to you as always by Bath Plan. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. Had to have the last word on Carmen and Yurko. You signed him to the big money contract that everybody said he deserved. And now it's go time. Wow. It's go time now. And what happened? Uh, they're saying load management. I mean, game one, they don't have a back-to-back. I, I don't know. Load management? What is this, an adult film? What's going on? I mean, come on! 